gonna get ourselves into a nice chill mind and headspace with with a quick breathing exercise I think if we take our breath in maybe hold it for a couple seconds and we release it we'll do that one more time feel the air as it enters and then feel it leave almost as if you're on a wave like you're crowd surfing and that's going to be the energy that we'll be bringing with us today on this episode of the metalhead a meditative podcast on metal music i am your one co-host michael michelle i'm the other one i'm grace the nefarious entity <laughs> <laughs> the uh the shoot from the uh, hip the uh the firecracker sometimes <laughs> uh we've got we've got some good news got some good news today got uh two festivals some very good news got some two festival watches coming your way got a, a spicy a spicy album review um and uh maybe we'll end with uh some updates on our concert goings but uh this news is too good to to wait. Why don't why don't we break the ice? What's what's some uh, what's some good news? Dolly Parton's got a new album coming out. The Dolly, our good old Dolly's got a new and I mean this is a metal podcast. Why why would we be talking about Dolly outside of you know the patron saint that she is? Um, I mean why Dolly is why just we... metal like yeah. she is just heavy emotionally. And that's true. Yeah. She has a massive heart, you know. Um, so so glad to see see that on display here. Um, yeah, she's got a new album, Rockstar. Yeah, um, apparently it's a bit of a bit of a play because uh, she was put in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was and unexpected, maybe for some. Uh, yeah, I, I remember when it first came out, and I think she almost refused because she's like, "Well, I'm a country and western girl. I'm not a, not a rocker." And I think yeah. this is to prove to people, and people were like, "Yeah, you're not a rocker. Stay in your lane." She's like, "Well, you don't tell what to do. You don't tell Dolly what to do." Yeah. So, so now she's putting out a sort of. I don't want to say it's quite a metal album, but like definitely a rock album, <laughs> like a heavy rock album. Hmm. Um, and the first single exists and it's yeah it, it's a single like you can really pick out the sort of country styles in it particularly how like yeah. the chorus comes back over and over and over again that's very like catchy and repetitive yeah, um, yeah. And it's, it's basically like someone just took the top line of dolly's vocals and stuck like heavier guitars beneath it mm-hmm. like it's i don't know it's, it's kind of just it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know, what do you think of a, of a single? I I love it. I mean, I'm a diehard fan of Dolly. Um, always have been, always will be. I'll, I'll go to bat anytime. Um, and I love that she's not shying away from, you know, um, the the hard, fast messaging. You know, she's not pulling any of her punches. Basically, yeah, there's not like much the... uh, ambiguity in these lyrics. <laughs> No, the track is literally called World on Fire. And um, yeah, yeah, she's, you know, basically saying that the world's on fire. We need to start putting it out. Otherwise, we're going to burn with it. Um, So, yeah, Yeah. I I had a great time with it. Had lots of rock anthem aspect to it, you know. Um, 
So I think this did exactly what a single should do for a record, which is get people excited for the record, get people bumping for it. Um, Because like this, this album is quite a number of covers. Like there's, there are quite a few single, like original material on here, but a lot of it is um, covers. And the thing I love about it is that it features as close as they can get, if not the original composer of it, or at least the original singer, um, yeah, yeah. or whoever so worked to be with clear, it. You there's, know? there's 30 tracks on this album, right? So there's like yeah. mostly yeah, with like nine being original and 21 being like covers. So there's there's a lot going on there. Like it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's not just a couple of tracks. She's she's just like, yep. If I'm gonna do this, like, mm-hmm. let's go for it. Let's do it properly. Yeah. Yeah, so she's getting artists like Sting, um, Elton John. Um, she even got Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr to come back for Let It Be, which is, I think, great. What? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul McCartney, Ringo that? Starr. That's insane. If, wow. if there were anybody, if there were anybody, you know, on this earth that could do, do the impossible, um, it would be. Now, it also has Peter Frampton and M- Mick... Fleetwood uh, on this and that's that's what I'm really really loving about this um, the track that I think I'm most excited for is track 20 which is Stairway oh, to Heaven sick. Stairway to Heaven that features Lizzo and Sasha Flute oh, what <laughs> I was about to say as well this single like if it reminds me of any band it kind of is a little bit Led Zeppelin in the like mm-hmm. this kind of like call and response between uh, the guitars and the vocals um, yeah. particularly early Led Zeppelin and I was like so yeah the fact that she's covering a bit of Led Zeppelin later on the album is uh, yep. wow There's, I mean it's yeah. it's just what, like well played Dolly you know just yeah, well played yeah yeah I, I applaud I applaud everything that she's doing with this record um, and you will most definitely hear a review of this record when it finally drops um, oh yeah, we'll dedicate and, a whole uh, three episodes to to it probably at, at the at the very least. Yeah, at the very you know, least. At the very least. <laughs> um, and speaking of an upcoming album, this album will most likely be dropped the day that this album, um, this podcast drops. Um, a new Ghost. I mean, we cover Ghost pretty regularly on this this little podcast of ours. Yeah, specifically and the CP, which has had the CP. another single come out for it. Yeah. Which is um, sadly not a cover uh, of Andrew Lloyd Webber's <laughs> Phantom of the Opera. I was very disappointed. Um, so was because... I when you sent this to me. I was like, no way. Like, <laughs> that's going to be sick. Like, a Phantom of the Opera is not here. It's actually an Maiden cover. Yeah. Um, but it's still good. It's. I still had a blast now. Much like you with Jesus He Knows Me for Ghost. I had not heard the original of uh, I had never heard the original of Fan of the Opera from from our good Iron Maiden. So um, this is the first time I've heard this track, and it was a bop. I loved it. Great, great tune. Loved whatever um, Ghost was doing with it. So yeah, that's I had a great time, and once again, wetting my whistle for Pantomime itself, the actual EP dropping. Um, 
-hmm. Both of the covers sound fantastic. Can't wait to listen to the whole thing. And yeah, it's yeah. a nice little treat. It's a nice little treat, but there's lots of those treats this Friday, aren't there? Oh man, you, both you and a bunch of my other friends were talking about all the different releases coming out. So by this point, you know, people will be a glutton for choices. Yes. Um, you so know, of course, um, there is new Sleep Token out this Friday. Mm -hmm, Big mm -hmm. album. Lots of people talking about this band. I remember when their debut came out, I really fell in love with the production. Mm -hmm. And I really fell out of love with the lyrics. I found it very cringe. <laughs> um, Those are my favorite. I love, I love a good song with cringe lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I only really clocked that on the second release when I was listening to it with some friends. Mm. I was mm -hmm. like, wow, this is... This is kind of cringe. <laughs> but it's still like you gotta hand it to the guys like Vessel's vocals are insane like just mm -hmm. stunning to listen to the instrumentals are stunning they are an amazing mm -hmm. band they're very very popular at the moment with good reason um, mm -hmm. I'll be seeing them later this year they're headlining a festival oh. I'm going to so I am okay. looking forward to that I think I'm mm -hmm. gonna get over myself get over the cringeness of the lyrics hope that then uh, <laughs> they are of uh, a story of fabrication rather than come mm -hmm. from a place of uh, personal struggle because yeah. wow this this person needs some therapy um mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. there you go yeah and you sleep token out so go listening yeah. go listening this friday go listen and there's there's more on the docket you know there's the ocean that i'm super excited for um can't an album wait for that, that release. yeah i said i completely forgotten about i mean i love the ocean uh, I saw them, mm -hmm. I've seen them like two or three times live in the last year, just by accident. Because they've mm -hmm. been either supporting bands I've seen or played at festivals or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big fan. Mm -hmm. Kind of just had their album promo sat in my inbox for a month and uh, not listened to it. So there we go. That uh, shows you how busy <laughs> I am at the moment. But uh, no, really looking forward to New Ocean coming out. Um, I reckon we'll yeah. yeah, definitely be giving that a, a thorough oh. listen. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I love their last two records, so mm -hmm. I can't wait for this new this new record. Um a lot of really good stuff coming out this this weekend. Um so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um we've got we've got two festivals uh that I've discovered that I'm you know kind of excited to talk about. Uh which one do we want to tackle first? Oh, uh Heads or Tails. Uh, let's go for heads. Okay, I don't have a coin. So let's go uh, with the second one. <laughs> Riot Fest. Let's talk about Riot Fest. Um, this is in uh, Douglas Park in Chicago. So it's over on my side of the pond. Um, mm, big pond. September. Yeah, September 15th to 17th. Um, got some really tasty lineups for this one. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know if you. I was gonna say I don't know if you've seen it yet, but like the big headliners, we got the Foo. You know, we were talking about Foo last episode, uh, headlining on Friday with Turnstile. Uh, Saturday is uh, the Postal Service, Death Cab for Cutie, and Queens of the Stone Age. Um, but Sunday, Sunday's the tasty one for me. Mm -hmm. We got the double double hitter for the Cure and the Mars Volta. That's. Ooh. 
that's the tasty one. That's the mm. tasty one. But um, Miles Volta are uh, doing a couple of dates in the UK, and I'm like, oh. ticket prices are expensive, but I'm very, very mm-hmm. tempted to dip in. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, though. I don't know if they're going to be like, hey, here's our new yeah. pop album, or if they're actually <laughs> going to do a bunch of the deep cuts of the stuff like that I am more familiar with. Mm. You know, yeah, they yeah. might do... Yeah, they might do what Opeth did when they were touring their uh, Heritage record back in the like early 2010s, where they were only playing tracks from their past discography plus the Heritage stuff that were clean vocals. So maybe they'll do like the Mars Volta will do all the more poppy tracks, you know, like the Widow. Um, that's the only one that's coming to mind. At the, <laughs> the one, okay, so the one. <laughs> the one. Yeah, they'll just play that several times. You know. Yeah. Uh, I still um, need to look at getting a ticket for that. That's soon, I think. That's next month. So, mm. yeah. yeah. Who else is um, There's loads of an, uh, an amalgamation well, of other bands. I was going to say, yeah, Riot Fest. They have Sleep Token, so you know, there speak of are. the devil. Um, I'm, I'm super Bungle. Mr. Bungle. Yeah, uh, 100 Gex because they're doing a bunch. Um, you mm-hmm. know, if you're like me and you love their more, um, you know, extreme insanity stuff you know you got their death grips you've got your godspeed black emperor mm-hmm. um i'm seeing you know, code so you got orange some of the, yeah you're seeing pop um seeing viagra orange. boys there's there's a lot of stuff to do good... at this festival oh my god Corey yeah. feldman's on the lineup Corey feldman hey that? we were we were just talking about him before we started recording um <laughs> okay i'm going <laughs> well so you you <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll be front and center uh, for oh, the Corey yeah. Feldman. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. For the listeners at home, just before we started, we spent a good 10 minutes talking about Corey Feldman. So that is, uh, yeah. that is, <laughs> that is a funny coincidence. It, that's just, uh, th- this, just amazing. So good, good lineups. Um, if you can make your way to Boston, um, you know, go for it. Uh, but that's not the only festival we have lined up for you guys. What is um, not? No, of course. Uh, this whole festival watch is getting bigger and bigger. It's too um, many festivals, we've got... honestly. There needs to yeah, be well, less, less festivals, that's what I say. <laughs> less festivals. So right after Riot Rock, you know, because uh, Riot Rock takes place... Well, actually, sorry, just before. Because um, that one runs the 15th to the 27th. Uh on September 7th to the 10th, if you can find yourself uh, at the Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Um, now, this is kind of billing themselves as uh, um, kind of like camping if you wanted to or stay at um, hotels. But the the lineup here is also quite, quite nice. This is fascinating. I'm scrolling down this lineup and it is genuinely, absolutely fascinating. Yeah. There's, there's so many bands here that I love that are, that are niche as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also this whole like subset of artists. So there's like some highlighted in orange, but then there's like a load of artists highlighted in green. And I was like, why are they yeah. highlighted in green? And then it's like Flow Rider, Two Chains, Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm insane clown posse <laughs> soldier boy i'm like oh my god there's a whole like side stage of just like hip-hop just going on 
while like mm -hmm. Papa Roach and Slipknot and Pantera are playing on this. Like what? <laughs> yeah, it's this is like the like so many different styles of music but you know it's it's like scrolling through your friend's um ipod or you know spotify playlist or whatnot and you're like okay i get it slipknot pantera limbiscuit evanescence five yeah. finger death punch no, i get fine. that and you keep right. yeah and then you keep scrolling and you're like okay Corey taylor baby metal uh, flow rider what's uh <laughs> three six mafia like where did these come from um just kind of out of nowhere. Um, it's, it is the fascinating. One... Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I would unironically, I'd go and see Two Chains if he was at a festival I was at. I'd go and see Vanilla Ice. You know, I'd oh, go absolutely. and see Soldier Boy just to just to get a couple of the hits. As uh -huh, well as uh -huh. checking just... out some of the other bands. Like Till Linderman, his exclusive United States performance only yeah. at this festival. That is a show that yeah. I also now have a ticket for when it's in the UK later this year. Uh, Big excitement, obviously. Biggest Ramstein fan in the house. Mhm, mm mhm, mm mhm. Um, yeah, and like the list goes on. Um, I'm I if I were there, I'd be very excited to see our last night. They do amazing metal covers of pop songs. Um, so yeah, if you can, Coheed and Cameron. If you, I was gonna say if you can afford it, um, because uh oh, it's this is this is what we were kind of talking about. Um, the way that they work here um is through price levels so the later you wait the higher the prices go up um now this is just for the actual con like the actual festival um they're now at price five and six price five is 269 nice uh and 289 but that's just for the four-day general admission they Honestly, also not horrendous it isn't horrendous, but when you start to consider that there's also, you have to buy for either camping, so, you know, price level starting at 200 mm -hmm. per tent, mm -hmm. and then the shuttle, which, again, kind of starts at, as I'm waiting for this to load, um, you know, there's the shuttle to and from if you're going to the um hotels you know it's another 150 100 dollars so individually these aren't that expensive but then they start to add up with all these extra little things that's how they get you the microtransactions that's how they get you those microtransactions so Goddamn. a little bit more reasonable than some of the other festivals we've covered on this this little podcast but uh just something to be aware if you're making your way over to the the blue ridge rock festival Mm. So, I'll be aware. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's move on over to. Uh, we only have one album on the docket right now. Um, next episode, we'll have lots to talk about in terms of the the records. Um, but uh, this was one that we were teasing a couple episodes ago, and uh, I feel like we have differing opinions about this record. Yeah, I think yeah. you should go first. Okay, so we're talking about Bellwitch. We are. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Bellwitch. Uh, love them from uh, the Mirror Reaper. Um, you know, I still think that's probably their best work, but um, 
Yeah, if you like some real good Doom, some good Doom Sleeper albums. Um, so they, out of nowhere, just dropped The Future Shadow Part 1, The Clandestine's Gate. Single track, 123 minutes. So, you know, we're both huge proggers. That's, uh, well, I thought it was an hour and 23. What did I say? 123. That would be like over two hours. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Well, I have, yeah, so one hour and like 23 minutes. <laughs> um, I, I still love this record. You know, I will admit it's probably not their best. Um, you know, the record that they put out uh, last year, I believe it was. Um, they put out the... Stygian Bow, uh, Volume One, with Aerial Ruin. Um, I think that one's a little bit stronger, but this was still a journey for me. Um, I can see people being frustrated with this type of music because it is, for lack of a better term, a very slow burn. Um, there's not a lot going on. It's very droney. It's kind of like that drone death metal, that drone doom metal. Um, you know, whenever I play it for my partner, we always have to play it at 45 speed, even though it's a 33 and a third on the record table, just to speed <laughs> things up a little bit. Um, but yeah, for me, it's the, the layering, it's the, the atmosphere, it's like, it's hypnotic, it's very, uh, meditative. Um, I, I, I love that it takes its time and it forces you to slow down. And for me, that's that's what I love. I love to listen to this at like midnight or 1 a.m., um, very dark, um, just kind of letting it drone me to sleep. That's that's the kind of metal that I really love. And this, this was great. This was a great time. But um, I feel as though you don't feel the same. So hang on. So if we're getting this straight, you like this album because it uh -huh. sends you to sleep. It meditates me. It sends me into a, a state of mood. You know, it's got a vibe. It, mm. It's kind of like Bob Ross, you know? Like, I watch Bob Ross to relax, to get me into a, a very chill mood. And sometimes, yeah, I just I find myself drifting off to sleep. That's interesting, because that's a reason why I would dislike an album. Because mm -hmm. I like music to energize me. And it's interesting you're talking about this style of music as a tool for slumber. Uh -huh. Whereas I'm like, yeah, this album's kind of making me fall asleep. And I'm taking that as a negative, right? Okay. It's so slow. I don't mind sometimes super slow Doom albums, but not when they're this long, like an hour and 20 minutes of Doom. It's like, <laughs> so it's, a, it's mm -hmm. a slog to get through it. And I, yeah. I don't know. I don't hate it, but it's it's just been a little while since I've really listened to any Doom. And this just hit at a point where I've been listening to it over the last few days where I'm just like, I need music that's like energizing me. And this is not hitting <laughs> that bucket, right? Uh -huh. um, yeah. You know, and it's obviously very brave in the world of streaming and numbers and plays to have the album mm -hmm. format be one song that is an hour and 23 minutes long. Um, mm -hmm. insane like uh, there's a band called Insomnium that put out an album a few years ago called Winter's Gate which I absolutely loved um, and I have it on CD and on that CD it is one 40 minute track insane mm. album really really good but on streaming 
they split up parts one parts two parts three to yeah. get to get those uh to get those numbers up yeah and uh yeah these guys didn't do that i don't know i don't mm-hmm. i don't hate the idea of like a super long one act i mean it's it's not well, well i guess it is one act because it's part one it is part one yeah when's part two uh, how long been... is part two gonna be is this gonna be like the ring cycle <laughs> like are we gonna get like hours and hours and hours of drone music over the course of the next decade and it's all gonna I'm... link into each yeah. other but then here's my other complaint right yeah because i went to have a look at some of their other discography i was having a little look around having a little nose their last uh-huh. album i'm gonna absolutely butcher this stygian bach that's the one i was talking about yeah 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 volume one probably doing a better job than i can but it's volume one yeah well it's volume two and now they've come out with another thing that's part one what's that about (laughs) finish what you started that irritates me unreasonably so there's no good reason for that to irritate me it's like come on guys you started a thing here you started a volume one and now you got a part one as a um uh, a new listener trying to like understand what's going on with your your extended discography you know maybe mm-hmm. future shadow the kind of like gate is like part one of volume two and maybe it is mm-hmm. part of the law of this continual i don't know i'm but just the right. surface value i'm just like and these, these guys didn't finish anything yeah we're getting <laughs> we're getting into like a coheed and cambria where you know all these albums intermix and intermatch yeah but yeah for me like it's it's not that it's bad like it's just that it's not for me um Mm -hmm. it's too slow and it doesn't like it doesn't energize and i like my music to energize me like even music i use to relax me um you know we'll talk about maybe for example miles davis's the kind of blue that's an album i'll put on when i'm like okay it's late at night i just want to chill like slow down album there's still a lot going Mm -hmm. on there yeah, um, yeah, and there's a lot going on in this, but it's just—it really feels like a slog to get through it. <laughs> um, and again, it's not bad. They're not bad musicians. It's just mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. activate my own personal gooblies. But I can see yeah. how other people's gooblies would be activated by this album. And as I say, I understand and can appreciate this album not clicking with people um it's it's a pretty tall ask so Mm -hmm. i i get it i get it um what a lovely respectful conversation we've just had yeah i love it (laughs) i love it um i always love hearing yeah i love hearing you know uh, other people's takes on things that i either love or um have a differing opinion of um so Mm -hmm. i think we can go into the the last little part of our little podcast some upcoming or recent concerts that we've been to oh. um i feel like you've got you've got some some fun things to talk about what, what have we got on the docket i have yeah i want to talk about i went to three concerts last week oh wow i saw um thresholds and grace and fire on mm-hmm. saturday uh mm-hmm. working backwards i saw ilo and abraham Sranchi on the thursday mm-hmm. very different bands mm-hmm. but the one i want to talk about is yeah. Eisbrecher and Meltzgeld. I think I'm saying okay. that right. Okay. Uh, I saw on Tuesday last week. 
These two bands are both a part of the Neue Deutsche Harte metal scene, which is a sort of subset German genre uh, influenced by Rammstein, or kind of started by Rammstein, maybe accidentally, where there's a bunch of bands that want to sound like Rammstein. And who wouldn't? And so in my peak Rammstein fangirl days, which I guess is still ongoing, um, mm-hmm. Eisbrecher was a band that I got into through that. And this is my first time seeing them. So I was like, yeah, really excited to uh, finally finally get to grips with these guys live. Um, so yeah, the intro band was Mezgeld. They were great, very similar style. Um, sounded kind of like a Ramstein clone band, almost like an alternate universe thing. Um, and then I found out in my research afterwards that actually they're literally also a Ramstein cover band, which is why <laughs> the lead singer was kind of low-key cosplaying as Steel Linderman, which I was like, I, you know, I can respect that. Um, but yeah, his, his vocals were like, nailed, like spot on. But both bands were sick, like just mm-hmm. straight to the point, no fluff, no mistakes, just really, really good metal, basically. And Icebreaker were mm-hmm. oh, great. Lots of songs I really love um, from the discography. Yeah, if you're into that kind of like Ramstein sound and you want more, Eisbrecher and Mertzgeld. Those are like the next two I would say you want to you wanna start sliding into. Because, yeah, they're both uh, just as fun, but uh, maybe not quite on that stadium-level scale that Ramstein find right. themselves at now. Right. For us us Canadians, they're like the no-name brand of, um, you know, kind of the off-brand of uh, Ramstein. Yeah, um, kind when of, you, yeah. When you can't have... When you, it's, it's, you know, when you're driving home and you're asking your mom for McDonald's and she's like, we've got McDonald's at home and it's <laughs> kind of, <laughs> it's yeah. Not... Although yeah. I'll say in my article for, for, that I wrote about this, this, uh, gig, I tried my hardest not to mention Ramstein once because I, I don't doubt that these guys are absolutely sick of being compared uh-huh. to Ramstein and they've probably had enough of it, but right. it's kind of the most obvious comparison. So, you know, yeah. whatever, you know, it's like, yes, because compared to Genesis, this is kind of that, yeah. but yeah, so. I get it. Um, I'm glad you had a great time. Sounds like a great show. Um, and I went to my second concert of the year. Um, you know, so I, I'm nowhere near the level of concert goings as yourself, but, um, yeah, I was, yeah, I think I'm up to you know, two now. Oof. <laughs> I'm I'm on my second. Um, yeah, some of those are festivals as well. Yeah, yeah. I I finally got to see Haken again. Aha. Um, Grace and I did a, a little comparison of shows, uh, which you can find on my YouTube channel. Uh, it's notes reviews, but uh, it was great. Loved the the set list. Blew me away. Um, also, really dug their opener that I had never heard before. Arch Echo. Um, mm. Some good instrumental prog, and um, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to pick up their record, but it's a little pricey, and I'm on a little bit of a financial diet at the moment. So I think uh, once once the diet is commenced, once it's finished, um, I might go back and order it online. But uh, yeah, it was danger. great. It is danger, you know. Um, I had a blast had some great seats uh and it was just really good to, you know be back be back in the live setting because the 
other album or the other live show that I saw this year was Muse. So, you know, Muse seeing this massive stadium show kind of going back to this smaller venue, you know, it was just, uh, it, it, it wasn't like super tiny, you know, there was maybe 1500 here. Um, so mm-hmm. smallish, but, um, it was a great time, you know, really good to be back. So yeah, yeah awesome. that was, that was, that was it. So, uh, that brings this little episode to a close. Uh, our next episode will be chock full of new releases. So, we all have some homework to do this this coming weekend. So much so. homework. Good homework. <laughs> Good homework. But still lots of homework. Um, if you want to follow our socials, it's all at uh, Metalhead Pod, both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you want to connect with us, maybe shoot us an email, tell us how you're how we're doing. You can do so uh, themetalheadpod at gmail.com. Drop us a line. And uh Give us some ratings on the whatever podcast you're, you're listening to. If it's iTunes, maybe write a nice review. If it's Spotify, just hit that heart button. You know, all the good stuff. Uh, thank you to Grace for the intro and outro music. Ba-ba-ba. <laughs> and thank you to all of us uh, and all of you for listening. Um, I am once again Michael Michelle, bringing us to a close. On behalf of Grace, just remember they go down in the pit be sure to pick them up and then get them a glass of water because they're probably dehydrated probably dehydrated do so